yeah, so uh, we're getting right into it because I don't think we have any other time to not. So I'm Steven. I'm Brent. And welcome to Let's Talk About Stuff. Are, uh, wait, are we are we doing it? What? Are we oh, doing wait. it? Holy shit, we're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, everybody, see, we record like this sometimes. We're recording on a Saturday, not on a Sunday. Things are way off. I don't know what's going on. We, we changed the script up anyway, so. Yes, we barely had enough time to pray today. It's, uh... <laughs> It's a little bit different. We always start it off with a prayer before we, we record. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you wanna you wanna just get into it? Yeah, yeah. So today's show topic is Captain America: Civil War, the 2016 film, and Civil War, the 2006 Marvel Comics miniseries event. Yeah. And um, uh, let's start out with uh, the mini topic before we, mm-hmm. we get into that. Yeah. Um, let's talk about Ant Man real quick. Um, yeah. Uh, like we discussed on the last podcast, you and I don't, don't have a, a lot to to go over on this mm-hmm. film, but uh, we it's something I definitely want to uh, touch on a little bit uh, because it is one of the MCU movies. and Because uh, <laughs> it know, is there. It exists. Yeah, it's there. It's a thing. <laughs> it was good, man. I, uh, rewatching it again, I was like, okay, you know, I dig this movie. I just don't watch it a lot. Um, mm-hmm. It's just not my, my favorite. Um, I, I thought of it during this viewing. This is maybe the second or third. I think the uh, third time I've watched it, yeah, because I watched it alone and then with Amanda. And then uh, this time by myself. But um, I was like, if I think about this movie in particular as a spinoff mm-hmm. to the main canon of Marvel, uh, then it makes a lot more sense to me. And I think it's a better movie for it. Um, and then you think about him just coming back in Civil War as Ant-Man and kind of helping out. And then it's like, oh, cool. Now he's like helping out and doing something. But right. his own movie, I was like, if I actually just consider it like outside of it, I'm like, that's, it seems better to me. Just really well acted and all that stuff. You mm-hmm. know, bigger names than you'd expect for like a spinoff. But that kind of helped me get through it. It's uh, it's kind of weird that it came out when it did. Like it came out right after yeah. Age of Ultron. And uh, Phase 2 is a little bit weird. Uh, and that's something I want to get yeah. into here in just a minute. But um, sure. it, it's, it's, it seems like it's uh, kind of a weird point in the, uh, the movie continuity for that movie to come out. Um, I think if it would have, like as I was watching it, I was trying to picture my brain if it were to come out after the first Avengers movie and to kick off phase mm-hmm. two, I may have liked it mm-hmm. a little bit more and it's a, mm-hmm. it's a fine movie, but, um, yeah. it's, it's fun and yeah, it's funny. Yeah, yeah. It's just kind of a, just kind of a weird placement in the whole uh, yeah. continuity there. But yeah, um, I mean like tacking on right at the end of phase two, like after age of Ultron, like, yeah. I, I thought it was like a, a weird, um, thing they tried to do for phase two, like, Oh, let's be different. And have like another small movie after that. But it's like, no, that, that's kind of weird though. Cause yeah, you, you went out with a punch with a bang, you know, at the first one. And then this one, it's just like you went out with Ant-Man, the smallest of all of the <laughs> yeah. characters. Like. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> Instead of going bigger, you go smaller. Um, yeah. I, I do have a, a couple of quick notes here. Um, okay. Oh, uh, first, let's go through the cast and crew, of course. So uh, this movie was directed by Peyton Reed with a screenplay by Edgar Wright, Joe Cornish, Adam McKay, and Paul Rudd. Uh, with a story by Edgar Wright and Joe Cornish. Uh, now, this movie stars Paul Rudd, Evangeline Lilly, Corey Stoll, Bobby Cannavale, uh, Michael Pena, uh, Tip T.I. Harris, the, the rapper, uh, Anthony Mackie, of course, makes an excellent cameo in this, uh, Wood Harris, uh, Judy Greer, uh, David Desmolchin, and, of course, Michael Douglas. And, uh, first of all, holy shit, Michael Douglas is in the MCU. I think there that's pretty go. awesome. And I think that the, the 1989 version of Michael Douglas in this movie oh, yeah. looks pretty good as well. Yeah. Um, if, if you look too hard at it, uh, you could probably see some of the CGI they used mm-hmm. to, uh, to make him de-aged. But otherwise, I think it looks fine. Yeah. Um, and also, uh, on appearances, I think the Yellow Jacket armor looks badass as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Yellow Jacket in the comics, uh, which is something we'll get into uh, towards the end of today's show, uh, he looks pretty goofy. He's got, uh, mm-hmm. like, mustard yellow and brown. Yeah. And um, he's got these weird, like, shoulder wing-looking things. Yeah. kind of crescent over, over. Oh, that's right. And yeah. Yeah. Boy, that's weird. Uh, he looks goofy as fuck. Yeah. No, so, it's the shoulder things. That's what does it in the comic. I was like, well, who the fuck is this guy? What purpose do those serve? <laughs> Are they bulletproof? I don't understand. It helps him fly. It gives sure. him flying abilities. You can tell yourself that. That's fine. Because <laughs> they're weird. It's just a weird design. There's nothing else to say about it. So. Right. <laughs> Very strange. Uh, let's see. Uh, a highlight for most people, of course, is uh, Luis and his yeah. uh, stories that he tells. And uh, you can definitely tell there's some Edgar Wright influence there oh, yeah. uh, with the, the, the quick cuts and, uh, and, and camera movements yeah. there. So um, I thought that was pretty cool. 
Um, it does bum me out a little bit that Hope doesn't get to be the hero of this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, it makes sense in the the story, I guess, but also yeah. she seems like the most capable person to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually had forgotten a little bit about how the story went for that, and I kept thinking, like, yeah, she is the most qualified. Why isn't she doing this? And then they, they get mm-hmm. to all of that. They address all of those points in the movie, and they finally boil it down to, like, yeah, Scott's... Um, you know, uh, expendable. expendable. Thank you. Yeah. He's, mm. uh, it doesn't matter, you know, like otherwise Michael Douglas probably wouldn't do that, but he already lost his wife. He's not losing his daughter the same way. And it's like, yeah, it makes sense. It actually kind of works out. But for a little bit in the movie, if you don't, before you know that you're kind of like, man, this is kind of sexist. Like she is clearly <laughs> the, uh, ideal candidate for this role, you know, let's right. go get yes. this random thief and put him in a suit. That makes no sense <laughs> at all. It's like Armageddon style. Get right. some uh, oil drillers and put them on an asteroid. Makes no sense, you know? So, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, it, yeah. it does eventually. So, yeah, it kind of mm-hmm. works out. I, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to uh, the sequel to uh, mm-hmm. to see her in the suit. She seems very yeah. capable in that trailer. So, uh, looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, I thought the the fight with the Falcon was super rad. Oh, that was my very favorite cool. part of the movie. Yep. Uh, Anthony Mackie, cut the check. Cut the check. <laughs> he gets his ass handed to him. Yep. And uh, he says, don't tell Cap, yeah. which I always get a kick out of. Uh, cracks me up. That was a fun fight. It was good. Yeah, they have a lot of really funny like one-liners throughout this. Again, like an Edgar Wright influence, it feels. Right, yeah. yeah. Uh, of course, we've got the final hand watch of uh, Hand Watch ah, 2018. Yes. Uh, this is uh, the final Phase 2 movie. So uh, the hand watch, I don't know if you've been keeping track or not of this as you're watching <laughs> them, but uh, Yellow Jacket, uh, before he implodes, he loses his arm first before fully imploding so it's yep. kind of a technicality there on hand watch <laughs> but uh uh you know what still counts there you go yeah hand watch yeah 2018 um and that's uh, just a phase two thing yes yeah Pretty phase two. Right? I, okay. I don't know if there's anything with with phase three i was thinking that maybe um characters getting frozen in some way shape or form mm-hmm. um for phase three for the um because han comes out of the the carbonite and yeah and uh return of the jedi Yes, yeah. yeah, that one. Uh, but I don't know. I don't. I don't think that's yeah. consistent. Well, but, I'll, um, I'll still watch Freeze Watch 2018. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> Perfect for summer, uh, spring and summer. <laughs> yeah. um, so we've got the uh, the mid credit scene, which, uh, as we discussed, is uh, revealing the wasp armor, and then the post credit yeah. scene uh, is just the uh, I know a guy scene from Civil War. Mm. Um, so it's it wasn't anything specially shot. It was just something that was uh, taken from the Civil War movie. And uh, uh, yeah. a bike messenger ran it over to the Ant Man. Oh wow! I didn't realize <laughs> that's Man how it editor. Went. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> pretty intense. Um, overall, for me, anyway, this feels like the most Disney-fied. Uh, yeah. Marvel movie. Um, I, I wish it was a, a little bit darker, um, mm-hmm. but uh, not not anything too dark. We're not. See, that's why it works for me as like a spinoff. If I think about it that way, it like solves a lot mm-hmm. of problems, like a lot of the issues like that um, for me about why it is the way it is and like why they do yeah. certain things. It also helps me with the fact that like I wouldn't expect so much of a villain in a, a spinoff as I would like a main feature. And this definitely has an issue. Like even though I like his costume, uh, it's just not a very compelling like villain, I think, overall. Right, yeah. Um, and so it kind of makes sense. It's like, yeah, it's, it's just a disposable villain for, you know, this side movie or whatever. And that kind of helped me get through that. Um yeah, so. Yeah, I, I definitely thought the best parts of the movie were in the trailer already, uh-huh. uh, which makes me a little bit worried about the uh, the new movie. Sure. But um, hopefully they're they're able to keep some stuff back. I mean, there's yeah. some mystery that's going to be left over from Infinity War, I bet, that uh, can potentially carry over there. Yeah. But uh, let's be honest, this is still better than the DCEU movies. So yeah. <laughs> we're all right. We can, we can survive this one. Do you have a, a rating for... I do for this one yeah so uh rotten tomato score for this one was an 82 percent. so um that's Whoa. actually a little higher than i expected honestly yeah. 70s maybe i actually enjoyed it like i had a lot of fun i was i was really entertained when i watched the other day but i was like i don't pick this movie up i don't watch it nearly as uh, as much as the other ones um it's definitely not like incredible hulk to me where i'm like it's really like doesn't matter um mm. to the overall story or whatever um it doesn't necessarily need to be watched with everything else but i still enjoy it i really love paul rudd i always have um, he's just such a charismatic dude and it seems like really genuinely good hearted and everything. And so seeing him in this is like really cool. Uh, he's fucking built, you know, uh, they have that scene where he's like cleaning up after, uh, training or whatever. And he's got abs and everything. It's like, all mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Uh, he's doing it just like, uh, uh, Star Lord, <laughs> just like Star Lord, you know, changed it up with, uh, yeah. uh, getting muscles and everything like that. It's like, I never really saw Paul, Paul Rudd that way, but he really. Uh, works, you know, as a superhero, mm-hmm. um, it's kind of interesting. So, um, and it's fun. I think it's, I think, uh, 
a lot of the characters are fun. I liked the uh, this is the first of the really good de aging makeup stuff like you talked about with Michael Douglas, which I thought was cool. Um, but yeah, so uh, I, I think overall though, I think I would give this uh, this hands. You know, it's uh, I think it's better than it's bad, and I, I enjoy it. I just don't really uh, watch it all the time, anything like that. For me, this is a Sam Adams. It's mm-hmm. uh, we don't disagree often on ratings, but yeah, yeah. Uh, you are wrong. Oh, oh God. <laughs> and I will fight you to my death. <laughs> uh, no, this is, uh, it's just kind of middle of the road for me. Yeah. Um, it, it's not a, a bad movie. It's just not uh, one I get excited about mm-hmm. uh, rewatching. Um, it's, uh, I'd say the bottom three of the MCU movies are uh, uh, Ant-Man, uh, Thor of the Dark World, and The Incredible Hulk. Yeah. Which, oh, yeah. You, you may have only heard two, but there there was a third movie I mentioned. I know, I know you've got, got, got dampener. So. <laughs> There's one you made up. I heard that at the end. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> at least for me, like, I, I'd say this is hands. Just it, I, I agree with you. It's middle of the road. I, it's just enjoyable enough. Like, Incredible Hulk wasn't even enjoyable to me. I was just like, what is happening? Like, right. it wasn't as much right. fun. And then Thor The Dark World is, like, so dark that it's not as much fun. So uh, this one at least is enjoyable. And, uh, and, and so that kind of elevates it a little bit. Yeah. Wait, is that a verb? Is Thor a verb in that title? Thor uh, the Dark World. Yes. It's mm-hmm. dark in there. Thor it. Thor it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That, that is, yeah. Uh-huh. That's what I heard. Uh, he's the god, god of thunder, but somehow controls lightning. So uh, there you go. Who knows what's going on? That. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, all right. So let's, uh, let's talk about uh, one of our main topics, which is Captain America Civil War. Yeah. Again, it's the 2016 film, and there will be spoilers ahead. So mm-hmm, brace mm-hmm. yourself, and uh, as Sam Jackson says, hold on to your butts. Oh, yeah. So let's start with the cast and crew on this one, of course. So uh, this movie was directed by Anthony Russo and Joe Russo uh, with a screenplay by Marcus, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely, and uh, it stars uh, a shitload of people. Um, so... Chris Evans, Robert Downey Jr., Scarlett Johansson, Sebastian Stan, Anthony Mackie, of course, uh, kind of a double feature here, Don Cheadle, Jeremy Renner, Chadwick Boseman, Paul Bettany, Elizabeth Olsen, Paul Rudd, uh, Emily Van Camp, Tom Holland, Frank Grillo, uh, William Hurt, and Daniel Bruhl. All right, so I've got a a plot overview, and uh, I've actually taken the time to write these down. Oh, wow. So I I, I don't do a beat-for-beat <laughs> recap of the oh, movie. that's probably a good idea. <laughs> yeah. So I try to keep it to four sentences. Um, they are, uh, there's a lot of, um, of uh, semicolons, though. So oh, yeah. this, this is going to be about uh, 10 minutes. So strap in. <laughs> uh, no, uh, on Captain America's Civil War, uh, during an Avengers mission in Lagos, civilians are accidentally killed in an explosion. The UN prepares to pass the Sokovia Accords, which would, uh, which would... Uh, I skipped a word there. Which would the... (laughs) Sorry. I missed a letter. Which would then control the Avengers missions. Uh, A rift is caused between Iron Man, who wants some oversight, and Captain America, who prefers to have autonomy. On top of this, a third party plots to reveal a secret that will tear the Avengers apart. Oh, my God. Yeah. So that's the the general plot of the movie. Um, Let us begin. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Now... What uh, what are your your overall feelings on on this movie? Um, you like it? Yeah, I like it. Uh, okay. And you? Do you love it? <laughs> uh, yep. Will um, you fuck it? <laughs> whoa, whoa! Escalating quickly. Um, yeah, no, I dig it. Um, yeah. I there's something about this movie that I like, but I don't. I, I watched it a lot, or like a fair amount uh, for the other Marvel movies and stuff, but. Um, it does. I think this one to me feels the most Disney-fied in terms of. Uh, I feel like it. It kind of fits that a little bit more. I feel like Ant Man is probably the more Disney-fied movie, but I feel like this is a Disney-fied version of of what we had before. Even though like Disney was a part of that, even so, like mm-hmm. uh, I compare this one so much, obviously because it's uh, the third Captain uh, America movie. But uh, I compare it to uh, Captain America Two: The Winter Soldier so much. Um, and that movie is just so fucking good, and especially watching them so close together, I actually think it's a much better movie. Um, I enjoy the spectacle and the um, epicness, I guess, of Civil War, but um, I think uh, I think it's the lesser of the two movies uh, for me. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's yep. interesting, interesting though, because it's Captain America three, but it's also like Avengers three, sort of like it's it's the size and yeah. scope of an Avengers movie, you know. Um, so I thought that was really cool. Um, but overall I, I really dig it. Um, I just think, uh, some, some things could be a little bit darker, a little bit better, but, uh, I mean, I really like this movie still. So 
Yeah, me too. Uh, and, and I kind of get what you're saying. Um, I think the airport fight has something to do with that disnification yeah. because yes. it's like a, a superhero fight uh, and there's, you know, some some uh, violence in yeah. that scene, but it's uh, it's relatively safe. You know, yes. they're, not, they're not trying to murder each other. Which the really. comic definitely goes into, and it's a lot right. darker story that way. And, yeah, I think that that's a good point. It's the airport scene in particular. Like, they even joke about, like, you're pulling your punches. And I'm like, all of you are pulling your punches. <laughs> right. Clearly, yeah. we can see it. You know, it's really fun. It's a good scene, but it's like I feel like it could be a, a little bit better. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you there. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I do like this movie. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I feel like you in that uh, I, I prefer the, the Winter Soldier. Or, yeah. well... I, I think the Winter Soldier is a, a better crafted film, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I do like this movie. It has Spider Man in it. It's my favorite fictional character yeah. in my favorite uh, movie universe. <laughs> yeah. So that's uh, hard to hard to top that. But uh, somehow Winter Soldier does. Well, and he Spider Man in this movie is amazing. And um, I made that. <laughs> <laughs> What's amazing about that is I just finished the book a little bit ago, and there's a part towards the end where Spider Man says. Uh, or someone that he's fighting someone. I think it's Reed, Reed Richards. Richards. Yeah. And he's like, amazing. When a Spider-Man does something cool. And he's like, spectacular. Mm-hmm. And I thought mm-hmm. that was really funny. Uh, inside joke there. But I didn't mean to do yeah. mine. So, uh, but uh, uh, yeah, I don't know where I was going with that after that either. You said, so. uh, you said Amanda before. Oh, so I was watching Civil War recently, like this last week. And Amanda uh, was in there for the end of it and during that fight. And uh, I swear she had seen it with me, but she doesn't remember. So I don't know if she's actually seen it maybe once, but forgot. Or if she really never saw it. Uh, but, um, I love Spider-Man's introduction to this movie. Um, I love the, uh, Tom Holland that they got to play him is, uh, perfect, fucking perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, I like all the changes they've done. Like, I don't really have any qualms with Aunt May's change to being like younger and they just don't even get to an uncle at all. Like that storyline, you don't get that like origin story we've seen so many times recently, you know, in film for right. Spider-Man. Uh, but I, I think they handle it really well, but I was watching him. And Amanda was like, oh, yeah, Spider-Man's in this movie. And I was like, yeah. And she was like, hey, he's really cool and, like, funny and everything. And I was like, yeah, you should watch Homecoming. That's why I'm excited to have you watch that. Wait, she, what? She hasn't she seen has Homecoming. Seen no, I watched it by oh, myself. Yeah. What so, a treat. I know it. So I'm like, I'm really pumped to get to, from here on out, basically, it's movies I've only seen, like, one time as well. But Amanda's, like, haven't seen any of them. So she hasn't seen mm-hmm. Ragnarok. She hasn't seen Black Panther. She hasn't seen Homecoming. Um, so homecoming in particular, I'm very excited for her to see, and I'm excited to watch it again because it was so good. Uh, but I thought, mm-hmm. yeah, Spider-Man in this fantastic, everything about him, the suit, every, all of it. I'm, it was great. I'm sure you were thrilled with it when you saw it. Holy shit. Um, you had to buy extra yes. pants, uh, I believe. So yeah. Cause they just blew off my body in yep. the theater. Yep. So it happens. <laughs> I saw the, I saw the word Queens and boom. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good sound effect. Just flew up in front of the, in front of the screen. <laughs> Audience got pissed off. I was like, "I'm sorry, guys." So I I'll, uh, you made me think of one thing with the queens. I'll, I would like to interject about uh, this movie. Uh, I did think the first time I saw it when they did the huge letters over the screen for any city mm-hmm. or whatever, it was a little jarring for me. And now I really dig it. But uh, yeah, I think and I think it's cool because they did something different with all. The, they don't like try to keep their films the same in that way. Like they all look the same. But uh, at the time, I was like, oh, holy shit, that is huge. <laughs> and now I'm like, every time I watch it, I'm like, oh, I like it. It's cool. It's just different. Like, an, did you did you go? Oh, holy shit! In yep. the theater, <laughs> it was right after I heard this noise. This guy down the road from me, his I think his pants flew off. It was really weird. I was like, oh, holy shit! <laughs> uh, real quick to go back, um, uh, you guys got to see this on opening weekend. Uh, I did not get to because mm. we had some uh, some obligations with uh, some friends uh, from out of state. We were attending a wedding and couldn't make it there. Oh, I remember that. Yes, and I do too. It's. Uh, there you go. See, I forgot all about that until you mentioned it, but... Still trying to get over it. Uh, but I do recall that uh, you and Amanda did both go see yeah, this movie so together. Yeah. So Because we were hoping it was going to fall on the... Like, when you were here, but it wasn't going to work out. Right. Because you guys had to leave and go there, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was like a perfect storm of yeah. uh, me hating my life at that point. Uh, Pretty much. I yeah. mean, the wedding was uh, wonderful. Mark, Alyssa, <laughs> congratulations again. Uh, but... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's just very difficult for me to uh, have to block out spoilers for another full week before. Oh uh, God, yeah, that's tough. Uh, going to see it, but um, yes, on the the text side of it. Um, so when uh-huh. I rewatched this movie uh, for this recording, I went ahead and watched it with the director's commentary on, and it was oh, both cool. uh, the Russo brothers and uh, Marcus and McFeely. So all four of them oh, were, cool. were talking at the same time. Well, not at the same time. They'd be holy shit. I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be indecipherable. Four separate tracks playing at the same time. <laughs> Oh man, uh, the uh, 
the, the reason they used the text, they said, was, uh, or, or put it up there in big letters, like right there mm. up front, is to help reset the scene. So since there was a lot of locales they were going to, mm. uh, whenever you see the, the text jump up there, it helps you kind of like mentally reset, okay, this is the start of a new, a new thing. Because yeah. there's so many different characters and mm-hmm. and settings cool. that it's instead of yeah it it just makes things more clear yeah and I loved it right from the get go I'm a, cool, I'm a yeah. big fan of text there oh yeah uh, I like to see it uh-huh, uh-huh. I like to show it in my eyeballs so oh, uh, yeah, this yeah. totally worked for me that makes sense too because like you can do it any way like that's the thing I was saying is like other Marvel movies have done that where they're like this is the location we're at or like obviously movies do that all the time but uh, it makes sense for this for the scope of it and all the locations and people involved that it was a a larger uh, you can't miss it huge visual clue that this is in a different place or right. different people or whatever so yeah that makes sense that's cool without the directors having to walk out there on screen like <laughs> break the third wall yeah. or fourth wall holy shit not third wall fourth wall <laughs> must be I don't know what's going on, but, um, and yeah. then just like tap on the screen and be like, Hey idiot, yeah. we're, in a we're changing, place. we're changing. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's a weird thing that the director is to show up every time this <laughs> changes locations. Who is that guy? What is he doing? <laughs> what did he say when I was talking? My favorite characters are those two guys that came on screen. <laughs> are they brothers? They look so nice. <laughs> I don't know why we went to those accents, but uh, I, like I don't it. know. I don't know. <laughs> Um, uh, let's see, let's, uh, let's go through some of the characters. Um, so, yeah. uh, Black Panther is also new to the Marvel oh, universe yeah. in this. Uh, uh, so they, this time, yeah. they technically introduced two new characters. Uh, Spider-Man is a lot of people know, but first time in the MCU, Black Panther, sure. first time most people have seen him anywhere outside of yeah. comics. Um, oh, yeah. and, uh, it still impresses me every time I watch this, that the Black Panther that we see on screen is fully CGI. Like his whole costume. Oh god! CGI, yeah, I forget that. Which wow. is insane because it looks yeah. so. Good. It looks like uh, an yeah. actual like tactile like costume that you go up and touch yeah. and uh, and inappropriately. <laughs> <laughs> I think these series of movies. This is like the. It's really like Phase Three is where they started. Like their effects got like stellar. Yeah. Like they've always had good effects, but uh, like the the face thing with Michael Douglas. Um, and then kind of leading out from here, uh, I guess really, you know, at the end of phase two with Ant-Man with that, but then uh, getting through these, man, some of these stuff, like, uh, that's unfathomable a few years ago that that, uh, that character was, like, that good at being fully CGI. That's insane, so. Oh, hey, wait, that reminds me. We didn't oh. uh, we didn't do ratings for uh, MCU phase two like we did uh, for phase oh, yeah. one. Mm-hmm. Um, let's let's uh, do that real quick. What what did your, uh, what would your rating be for, uh, for phase two? For phase two. two. Yeah, because okay. it's complicated. Yeah, we need to run through the movies again. What do we have for that? Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, you uh, have your you have your picture good, located. Good thing I uh, I made a graphic. Uh, uh, I have looked that up multiple times. By the way, I've gone on our Instagram, looked that up, and been like, "Where am I at?" Oh yeah, cool. Oh nice. So good. it was helpful. Hey, for comes me, and helpy. Then... Helpy. Yep. Holy shit. <laughs> Whatever. That's what I would say. Comes well, in helpy. Come... <laughs> Who's helpsy? Helpsy. <laughs> Holy shit. Fuck it. I give up. Saturday. It's different than a normal day. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. So, uh, phase two, Iron Man three, Thor of the Dark World, Captain America, Winter Soldier, Oof. Guardians of the Galaxy, Avengers mm. Age of Ultron, and finally Ant-Man. Man. Okay. So you're asking for the whole thing. Yes. Yeah. Cause we, we, we rated phase one. I don't remember what we gave it, but, uh, uh-huh. It was using our, yeah. our, our, was it? our four point, five point <laughs> scale. <laughs> Excellent. Well, God, it's hard. Uh, I definitely think phase two overall, I think, is worse than phase one. Because um, I like Iron Man and Iron Man 2 and Captain America uh, and, and the Avengers. Avengers. Right. Yeah. And then Thor is okay. And then uh, there was another movie, I think, that they erased from that mm-hmm. world. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but then this one, like Iron Man 3, I like, but I don't love. Thor The Dark World, I didn't like at all. Uh, Captain America 2, though, is amazing. Guardians of the Galaxy 2 is, or Guardians of the Galaxy is amazing. And then Avengers Ultron is okay. Ant-Man's okay. So I, would, I, would, I guess I would say hands, uh, just because Guardians of the Galaxy and Winter Soldier are so fucking good that it kind of elevates the whole thing. But overall, right. it's actually, when I think about it, it's, uh, I don't like it as much. My, my, it's kind of closer to Sam Adams. Wow. So what about you? Steven? I agree with you. I agree with oh, you. And it's, it's hands man. for me as well. Like, um, if uh, Winter Soldier and Guardians weren't mm-hmm. in there, um, and eh, to a lesser extent, uh, I'll, I'll throw Avengers in there for myself, um, yeah. or Age of Ultron, I mean, um, mm-hmm. I think uh, it'd be pretty weak. But uh, 
I think having those three movies back to back to back, uh, yeah, help elevate it for me. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of wish they would have put Ant Man first, and then maybe Iron Man three, then Thor, and then finished it out with mm. Winter Soldier, Guardians, and then Age of Ultron. Mm-hmm. And then your pants would have flown off your body as well. <laughs> and uh, so yeah, I'm gonna go go hands on that. Uh, yeah. I, I yeah, I think Phase One is stronger than Phase Two, but holy mm-hmm. shit, Phase Three. Oh, yeah, that's where the game changes, man. Jeebus, it's yeah. on. Full right. show. That's why they expanded it so much because they were like, we ha- it's so good, we just have to keep going, <laughs> and we just eat it up, man. Whatever. Well. Uh, I was going to say, speaking of eat it up, um, but uh, <laughs> I don't have anything food related here, so I'm just going to jump into uh, uh, this is another movie, another consecutive movie where de-aging technology is used on Tony uh-huh. Stark this time. So, Oh, yeah. Um, I, I think that still looks good. Um, oh, it, it looked great. It's, uh, it's, it's a little bit jarring uh, the mm-hmm. first time you see it, but... Um, Man, upon rewatching, it holds up so well. Yeah. Like Marvel and Lucasfilm are both owned by Disney. I feel like Marvel should lend some of those special effects to, to Lucasfilm for oh, yeah. some of the characters they want to de age. Or maybe just stop. How yeah, about, just don't. You know, let's do that. Let's yeah. do that one. Let's stop doing that. <laughs> you know, so uh, I, this is a good time to say that now that you brought up another person. We've had this, these de aging makeups uh, or CGI, you know, stuff going on with these movies. So Michael Douglas's, I thought, was really great in Ant Man. Um, this one is really great uh, for Tony Stark. And then um, Kurt Russell in Guardians of the Galaxy 2 is also like uh, just phenomenal uh, work. And one of the things I think works though, and I wonder, I don't remember if I've heard this or if I'm just thinking about how it might work, that technology, but um, all of those actors, we have reference points to them at that age. Like um, all of them are in movies in the 80s. Like uh, I think that. Um, Robert Downey Jr. looks so good in the de-aging stuff in this because he looks exactly like his teenage self in those movies that he was in from the 80s. Like, he right. looks like straight out of real genius uh, when also, he's in that, you know? Or not Compton. real genius. To what? I said also Compton. Compton? Straight out of Compton. Straight, oh, straight out of Compton. <laughs> uh, sorry, I messed myself up because I said real genius, and I was like, that's not the movie I'm thinking about. Real science uh, that he's in. But uh, Michael Douglas looks straight out of... Uh, Wait, isn't that weird science? God damn it. Yes. <laughs> Weird science. It's Saturday, uh, man. Saturday. <laughs> ruining it all. <laughs> Changing it up. Weird science. <laughs> I said that every single time I mention it. Every single time. I always know it. Uh, anyway, when he's in Weird Science, Michael Douglas looks straight out of Wall Street from the 80s uh, uh, for that he was in. Um, so it's like I feel like they have a reference point. They can use that, and then it looks really great. But, uh, but man, yeah, I think it, 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 this is just a few years ago now, but it totally holds up. Um, yeah, and they're, they're just doing really well with that kind of work. Right, right. Um, let's do, let's get into uh, some discussion about uh, a couple of the, the big fight scenes toward the end. So we've got the, the airport fight, which we brought up earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, this is just a big superhero like fight scene. Um, like I said, it, what, nobody was going in for, for the kill on this. It was really a yeah. uh, Cap side is trying to escape, and then Tony's side is trying to capture. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, not, not any worry about death on, uh, on this fight, but, um, it, it is a massive superhero battle. And I remember the first time I saw it, uh, I was, uh, I, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe yeah. how huge this, this fight was. But then, uh, after, <laughs> after seeing just trailers for Infinity War, I'm like, oh, oh we know. <laughs> I remember when, when this used to be like a big deal, <laughs> like 12 characters. Yeah. So. It's really funny to see like how it changes over time where you're like Civil War was such, such a big deal to see all of them together and now it's like that's nothing. Like honestly the book um the book's fights get like so much larger in scope because mm-hmm. there's so many characters already involved in those in that world because um, they just have everybody in the Marvel universe together but uh, right. and this we have a limited stable of characters still. Um but I felt like when I was reading the book I was like Civil War feels like what Infinity War is going to kind of be with how many characters are going to be involved but uh, the movie still, I mean, this one, uh, they still have a bunch of people. It's super cool to see them all together. Um, I do like the fact that they're just at an airport, so it's kind of like getting away from, um, like, civilian casualties and stuff, or, like, buildings even, you know, that they would demolish. It's just kind of out in the open. Um, it kind of lends itself to be a little more, a little less um, visually interesting because there's not a lot around them, but you just, it just allows you to have, like, the freedom to just watch them all over the place, and that's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're, they really are able to do a lot of inventive stuff, with, like Spider-Man, because he doesn't have big buildings to swing across but he is just in and out 
of, you know, uh, swinging around through rafters and stuff and glass and whatever that they have around them on right. the ground, be really low and does some really cool things. And, um, uh, fucking Ant-Man becomes giant man. And, mm-hmm. uh, that's badass. That was so much fun in the theater watching that for the oh, first yes. time. So, yeah. yeah. So a good fight. It's really fun. Just like thrilling. And it was the, the two rook, uh, two rookies, uh, two rookies <laughs> going after each other, uh, as well. So yeah, yeah. fighting right each up. other on that one. Um, and, uh, two yeah, so rookies, I am simple American teenager <laughs> <laughs> from rookies to rooskies. Um, so, exactly. uh, after that, uh, that's, that's the big superhero fight, but it's not the, the movie's end. Uh, we still have an, another fight, which, uh, yeah. we see clips of it in the trailer, but, um, uh, it's the, the final showdown in Siberia where, um, things get personal and this is where, um, the movie kind of shifts back to being um, a more gritty uh, Winter Soldier esque type of film. Um, mm-hmm. It's a, a little more dirty. We uh, we we're, we're expecting to see a another big fight uh, with yeah. all these other Winter Soldier type characters, but uh, Zemo cut everyone off of the pass and killed all of those people already. Um, so the audience, I kind of dig that. Yeah, yeah. The audience yeah. is expecting a, a big battle. But uh, instead, we get a more personal battle between uh, uh, Tony, Cap, and uh, Bucky. The three mm-hmm. of them uh, kind of, well, I guess uh, two-on-one uh, with uh, Cap and, and Bucky going after uh, Tony or vice yeah. versa. They're fighting, guys. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> it's Saturday. Uh, so, uh, and it's, uh, it's in this scene where um, it, uh, as a viewer, it caused me to switch sides because we see... Mm. Uh, that this personally affects Tony. Um, uh, Zemo uh, shows Tony uh, a, a tape of uh, the Winter Soldier killing his parents, uh, mm-hmm. in, in particular his mother, uh, which he doesn't handle well. And um, that's that's where, uh, at least that's where it uh, it changed for me. Did that change anything for you? I, I know you were, were Team Cap going into it as well. Yeah. Or so are you saying that you went in as Team Cap and switched to Team team uh tony uh, at uh that point. well i it allowed me to see his point of view okay. and, and sure. identify with why he's trying why he's fighting so hard yeah okay sense. you know i agree with that um i i i don't know like i kind of i go back and forth on tony i i think that the character intentions and the way that the plot advances i think it's all realistic and right but i uh, and i get his point of view but i'm also like i am when i first saw this and when i watch it now i'm instantly on the side of like clearly clearly you know that this is not Bucky who did that. Right. Like, he was programmed. He, he, like, literally was, like, read a book, put into a mind trance, and was like, here's your target. Go kill them. And that's all it is. Like, he doesn't even know who these people are. So um, I've always kind of seen it that way. Um, I get why Tony would be mad about that. And it's kind of brutal when they show it. I like the, I like the reveal of how they show, like, in the beginning, it's, like, a flashback. And then uh, you just see, like, the car, like, crash. And then him, like, get the stuff out of the trunk. And later on, you see a little bit more... Um, of what went down and it's, it's definitely dark for Tony to watch his Mm -hmm. parents go out that way, you know? Um, but I've always seen it like, you've got to understand though, that this is not Bucky doing this. This is not his choice or whatever. So, um, but I would say, yeah, it does open me up to a little bit about where Tony's coming from. Um, I kind of want to get into both of our, our decisions or our, um, uh, opinions about where we stand on this from for both aspects of the book and the movie though so maybe mm-hmm. when we get to the book we can talk about that because i'm curious to see where you kind of stand on each side uh and what you think about each of them so okay cool yeah um i uh on the 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 director's commentary um mm-hmm. they were talking about how some people um uh, criticized that boy this was a lot of happenstance to get you know uh, to assume that Tony would show up to this place in Siberia and Zemo would be ready with a videotape. But the mm-hmm. directors were like, well, he he got the videotape at, in Siberia and it's assumed that he's a smart guy. He would have taken the tape with him and then yeah. like got it over to Tony. Which is, <laughs> yeah. So uh, it, it just, it was happenstance that uh, Tony happened to be there, but uh-huh. uh, assuming Tony did not show up there and Zemo escaped, he would have just, you know, uploaded it to uh, to Stark's servers or, or something to yeah, that effect. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, it's like you, you can't know. say that they're dumb for choosing this thing when it's like it would have just taken place in a different way or whatever. Like it would have just, yeah. it still would have happened just a different way. Yeah. Like that's not a flaw. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just a different story. <laughs> which uh, which always uh, cracked me up because it's like, well, as, as 
good thing Tony showed up because otherwise Zemo oh, yeah. would have just been like, hey, here's the tape. Well, I guess I don't have anyone to show this to because I have to fly back. So let's leave this tape here for later. <laughs> but um, I do like that uh, this is uh, Zemo 1, uh, one yeah. in this movie. His, uh, his plan was to uh, disassemble the Avengers, and uh, mm-hmm. he did so. He, he tore them apart, uh, and he kind of made them do it themselves uh, yeah. by going at each other. Um, and we talked about how, uh, one Mr. Gozi Agbo, uh, played by Joe Russo (laughs) is Dr. Broussard in this movie. Uh, he was also in, uh, what was the other movie he was in? I can't think of what it was. It was another, uh, phase one or two movie that he showed up, whatever it was. Um, uh, and also, uh, Zemo's wife, uh, the, Mm -hmm. the voice that, uh, he has on his, his phone that he listens to over and over. That's actually Anthony Russo's wife. Oh, man, I thought you were going to stop at Anthony Russo. I was like, wow. <laughs> Congrats, man. You sound does good. a hell of an impression. <laughs> yeah. Just squeezes his nuts a little bit. <laughs> that's funny. That's his wife, though. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Little cameos. Um, I know there were some people that were expecting uh, somebody to die in this movie. And yeah. on the commentary, the director said that uh, it's really... This, this film is watching uh, essentially a, a divorce. So... You know, well, all these characters that you, you love split up and go their, their separate ways. And they said that um, they wanted to focus on the tragedy of the divorce versus the tragedy of the death of a, of a character there. So uh, yeah. uh, that's, uh, that's why no one died. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it gets close yeah. to Brody. And that part is, that part is really, uh, that scene is shot really well because he starts to fall. And um, Tony and um, the Falcon are both racing yeah. towards him. And then... Man, he just fucking smacks the ground, mm-hmm. and they're so close, and it's pretty devastating. But uh, I'm glad they didn't like go that far. I, it's funny, like I'm glad, but then I, I, I was like earlier, like it's not dark enough. And the comic, they murder everybody, but I think the comic gets away with it partly because even if they're big characters, it's such a sprawling piece of uh, how many you know characters are there and stuff. Like the comics have like hundreds and hundreds of mm-hmm. superheroes, so um, even if there's only like 50 in a fight, like and one dies, like here we had like. A lot uh, for the movies, it seems like a, a ton, but it really don't. And it's like at that point, kind of like uh, we were talking about with Age of Ultron, like they kind of introduced Quicksilver to give you someone to to root for and then lose, but they didn't want to lose a main character for the movies. And it kind of makes sense at this point. And I think it also kind of builds up towards uh, Infinity War. Like we're we're definitely losing some people soon. Yeah. So either in, you know the next movie, I'm sure, but then Avengers four as well. So um, it kind of like it's all kind of like culminating there. You know, so I'm down with that. I don't think it needed it necessarily in this yeah. film. There's no one I really wanted to die or would hate to you know not see anymore. Yeah. You know, so. yeah. I think that would change the whole dynamic of the film and the the. It, the story would just like stop right there and that would be the entire focus yeah. of it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I would be remiss if I did not mention the most important portion of this film, which is the very end. Dun, dun, dun. Captain America sends, sends Tony a letter and uh, says, hey, you know, I, I, I know we went through some shit, but I'm fucking mm-hmm. Captain America, bitch. Uh, if you need me, give me a holly, yo. And uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Tony Stank, he picks up or dumps out the box and what do we see a clamshell phone that's right this movie ties into fast and furious tokyo drift it's official oh my god (laughs) that's fantastic (laughs) i did not see that coming man nobody did nope nobody did that's why we're here that's why we have this podcast steven to bring it all together for the world Mm -hmm. you're welcome world steven it's all connected. <laughs> what's funny is I never knew it, but it's like going through the podcast. It's helping me work out these feelings and realize what's there that it was right. always under my nose, you know? Well, a, a lot of a lot of people have said, okay, oh, we're very therapeutic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure a lot of people put us on to relax. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That's amazing. I really need some uh, stuttering and babbling uh, to help me relax. <laughs> a lot of awkward edit points. <laughs> people, people mispronouncing words. Yeah, of course. <laughs> forgetting things, forgetting but, names, characters, movies, yeah. whatever. No big deal. Um, uh, yeah, that's so, funny. So let's uh, let's jump into the uh, the mid and uh, post credits here. So yeah, yeah. Uh, for the mid credit scene, we see that Bucky is granted asylum in Wakanda. Mm-hmm. So uh, Black Panther and Bucky both kind of come full circle. Um, no, cool. not full circle. They go, they do a 180. full circle would be them oh, tra- still trying funny. to kill each other. 
God we just it. discussed that this morning because someone was like, yeah, and I had to do a 180 and just go the other way. And one of the people with us was like, oh, thank God you did not say 360. I cannot stand that. You're going the yeah. same way. I know. <laughs> and then there you go. Yeah. Comes into, to, into handy in real life I, I all the time. I tried to catch it. I'm sorry. You did. Uh, no, you did. If you catch yourself, then it's fine. Yeah. You're like, wait a second. That's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we uh, we know from seeing the Black Panther movie and the end credits there, uh, spoilers, that um, yeah. that uh, Bucky is recovering in, in Wakanda, and uh, yeah, so that, that ties in directly there. Yeah. And finally, the post credit scene da, 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 da. Uh, was Peter Parker receiving a gadget from Tony Stark, and it is the, the spider signal from the comics. Um, uh, doesn't, yeah. doesn't really seem to do much of anything, doesn't really show up in Homecoming, but uh, God damn, it looks yeah, fucking cool. Yeah, so I remember when this came out, and I was like, all right, cool, Brent, what was that? What does that do? And you were like, you saw it. That's what it does. <laughs> and I was like, I don't get it. <laughs> it looks and glowy. Then, it's great. Yeah, and this time Amanda was like, yeah, what does that do? And I was like, that it, it does that. It's like a, it just shines. It just shines a light. <laughs> it's like... Uh, it's cool. Yeah, it's like a, a, a bat signal for uh, Spider-Man's yeah. crotch, really. That's what I was like... Uh, I like that, uh, <laughs> the crotch thing, but, uh, it was like, yeah, it's like a back signal, but I don't know why he needs it or what it means or what it does or why or whatever. But, uh, I did like when I, you know, I saw all the stuff that they're doing with the, uh, concept art and then the trailers before this movie came out and it's like, oh, they're bringing out this like really cool, like retro stuff from the comics, like stuff you haven't seen in a while in the movies. And, uh, like he makes his own, um, like webbing and stuff like that instead of just like organically coming from his body. Like I think, uh, right. the Toby Maguire Spider-Man movies did. Yeah. So. Um, I think this is cooler for that. Uh, but yeah, it's it's neat. It's certainly neat. So I'm down with that. Yeah. It's yeah, fun. Me too. A little Easter egg. Um, what, uh, oh, let's go over the, uh, the the scores, or the ratings, I should say. Um, yeah. Do you have the Rotten Tomatoes score for this? I do. Um, so I was going to give it this one and then some around it. Um, so Civil Uh-oh. War is a, a 91%. Okay. Um, so that's that's pretty good. Um, I was just I was wondering what Winter Soldier was, and that was an eighty nine, which always that always surprised Holy me that those weren't switched. Yeah. Because uh, I think Winter Soldier is a better movie, um, but I think that Civil War is just so epic and, and cool, and it is a good movie, so that makes sense. Yeah. Um, it's the same score, so uh, ninety one. It's the same as Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, uh, one one below Spider Man Homecoming at ninety two. One below Thor Ragnarok at ninety two. So. Kind of up in that okay. range. And then, yeah, Black Panther is the only one that's up at 97 still, which is amazing. Damn, but, that's uh, incredible. Crazy, right? I know. But 91, I mean, that's that's great. That's kind of the, uh, until Black Panther came out, that's 92 to 90, or 91 to like 93 is kind of like the range of the top tier Marvel movies. So it fits mm-hmm. right in with that. So, um, and I agree with that. I think it should be up there. Yeah. Uh, what is your rating on, on this movie? Um, glitter. <laughs> I'm taking yours. It's that bad. Yeah, I was say, <laughs> you, you crossed the streams on that one. <laughs> no, because I just said I loved it, and I was like, no, I need to go the other way for my actual rating. Uh, but then I couldn't remember my bottle one because I hadn't used it. What is it? Glitter's Mr. yours, Pib. <laughs> Mr. Pib. Have I used that for anything yet? No, no, you've, oh, you yeah, haven't uh, pibbed anything. Man, oh man, I want to pib out hard one day. We'll see. <laughs> um, uh, no, and I didn't have a Dr. Pepper today, so there you go. Uh, the actual good stuff. But uh, now I see this movie's pizza, man. I love it. Oh, yes. Yeah, this is full on dinosaurs for me. So right uh, if you've never seen this movie, first of all, shame on you for listening to the spoilers. <laughs> yeah. uh, dare but you. Uh, definitely go watch it. It's, uh, it's a yeah. ton of fun. Yeah, absolutely. Fun for everyone. Yay. All Even right. grandma likes it. None of my grandmothers have seen this. No, that's not true. <laughs> Let's talk about stuff. Apologizes for the statements uh, said by Stephen Fisher. Listen, I don't hate on them. I'm just saying they haven't seen it. That's all. No big deal. <laughs> Stephen Fisher will no longer appear on episodes of Let's Talk About Stuff. He uh, has been arraigned and will be serving time in prison. Wow. Replacing him is his it's twin brother. <laughs> Stephen Fisher, spelled with a PH this time, though. Oh, fuck, man. I would hate my brother then. <laughs> I thought you were going to say my grandmother was coming on to replace me. That would be ultimate justice after that, right? I'd go to jail and shoot you on the show, not knowing anything about any, any pop culture stuff. Uh, okay, Nana Fisher, what, what did you think of Doctor Strange? <laughs> what? You know, she could fit really well. It'd be Brit and Granny J. That's what I call her, Granny J. So that, that actually is pretty rad, right? That's her hip-hop name. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, so you wanna, we, we don't have a lot of time. We're trying to keep this one short. Yeah. Uh, we got stuff to do, and the last episode was way too epic. 
which really could have followed with this Civil War stuff. Uh, that should have been the log episode, but here we are. <laughs> so <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. Um, so uh, let's uh, we're we're gonna move on to Civil War, the 2006 Marvel comic miniseries, yeah. and uh, spoilers for this as well. Uh, if you've not ever read this comic, uh, certainly seek it out and uh, give it a read because it oh, is cool. It's similar to. Uh, the movie we just discussed, but mm-hmm. also it's kind of it kind of does its own thing. So uh, let me get into the creative team here real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, this series ran for seven issues and was written by Mark Miller, penciled by Steve McNiven, inked by Dexter Vines, with some additional inkers that came in at the end to help finish things off. The series hit a few delays, so uh, there were some uh, some other people brought in to help get this thing to press on time, uh, which was uh, Mark Morales. John Dell, Tim Townsend, and Steve McNiven even pitched in on some of the inks as well. Uh, Gorgeous Colors by Maury Hollowell. Lettering by Chris Eliopoulos. And this whole series was edited by Tom Brevoort, uh, which was a Herculean task because there was a lot of coordination that went into this project, trying to get all of the various Marvel comic titles at that time to funnel down to, or to have their plots funnel down to this story point and then expand from there as the story uh, in this series progressed further and then uh, the implications after the series being spread out. So uh, I wanted to follow up with that, though, because this is a good question. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, So Mark Miller, um, I remember that name, but I couldn't quite place it and I didn't want to look it up. Uh, Remind me what Mark Miller's done. He created uh, some some independent comics properties uh, Mm -hmm. wanted. Uh, He came up with Kick-Ass. Yes. Okay. Kick yeah. ass is what I was thinking. Yeah. And uh, Kingsman, you know. Yeah. Shit like Kingsman. that. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. This is like written by him and that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, this is before he, he did all of that stuff. So this really kind of oh, okay. put him on the map and nice. uh, uh, he had written some stuff for, you know, 10 plus years before that. But uh, mm-hmm. this is his like big, big comic thing. So yeah. Now he's like huge. He decided to deal with Netflix and stuff, I think, mm-hmm. to yeah. develop a bunch of his properties and stuff. So yeah. Yep. Man, good on him. Yeah. Go for Definitely. it. Definitely. All right, so uh, for the plot of this, uh, while attempting to capture supervillains for their superhero reality show, the New Warriors accidentally caused the villain Nitro to detonate, killing a number of innocents, including schoolchildren. The U.S. government introduces the Superhero Registration Act, legislation requiring all superhero, good lord, superheroes to reveal their identities and become registered with the government. And this causes a rift between the pro-registration Iron Man and the anti-registration Captain America with various heroes choosing a side between mm-hmm. those two. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, it, it's a similar enough idea. Uh, an explosion kills innocents. Uh, Cap mm-hmm. and Tony go on opposite sides of a, uh, uh, a, a set of rules being forced upon them by uh, at least one government. Yeah. one way or the other um, <laughs> yeah. in the the comic uh, there's more of a focus on heroes having to register and revealing their identities which yeah. isn't really a so much of a thing in the the films uh, there aren't really enough characters with secret identities mm-hmm. uh to to be revealed they don't really uh, play with that very much which i'm kind of glad for because we have that enough in other comic book movies and stuff mm-hmm. in the past so it's yeah. like spider-man and the new one too they don't even like talk about it that much though that he's like a secret identity yeah. Just, he's just Spider-Man there and Peter Parker here, whatever. Right, right. But, you know. Um, yeah, most of the characters in the movie, they, they don't have secret identity. Like, people know that Steve yeah. Rogers is Captain America yeah. and, and so on. Like, the the Avengers are are, are known. Um, I mean, um, nobody knows who Natasha is, though. She yes. has that. Oh, she's wait, a, no. She's a, a full-on... No, wait, yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. No, nobody can tell who she is because she curls her hair sometimes and nobody knows. Yeah, nah. The, the end of... Uh, Winter Soldier, yeah, uh, yeah, she she comes clean with everybody. There you go, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, everybody knows. Uh, secret identities are a big deal in the comics, mm-hmm. not so much for the for the movie. Um, another difference is that, uh, like you had indicated earlier, there's way more heroes involved. Yeah, um, uh, one of the characters mentions there's like in the final showdown, there's like a hundred plus characters or whatever, mm-hmm. um, and you know some of the characters featured in this, uh, the fantastic four are heavily featured in this story. Yeah, uh, the, uh, the X-Men are kind of in this uh, story a mm-hmm. little bit towards the, the beginning, but then they're just like, we're staying out of it. You guys figure yeah. it out. This is what it's like to be us. <laughs> Why don't you yeah. guys go suck a turd? <laughs> so, so that's what they do. <laughs> now, uh, also during this, um, this story, kind of like when we read age of Ultron and the vision was dead. Um, 
and then we see him in this story uh, as kind mm-hmm. of a, a character coming back. Uh, Thor was considered dead in the comics at this time, and there actually weren't any Thor comics being published, which oh, uh, kind of seems insane now because he's yeah. such a, a popular character that uh, I can't imagine that not being the case at this That's point. That's so funny. But, but uh, yeah, Thor, uh, he was dead in uh, Ragnarok at the time and uh, in the comics. And uh, so seeing him come back in the story was a surprise, especially mm-hmm. at the end of uh, issue three, I believe it was. And um, we had to wait yeah. like a full month. Uh, actually, I think there was like a slight delay between issues three and four. So oh, we didn't uh, didn't see that showdown. We just had to uh, stand there and jerk off to that, that final <laughs> Thor image for a while. I didn't have any we, problems at all. I just kept going. Oh, well, yeah. Because I read it in 2018 instead of 2006? That's so yeah, probably why. That's slight, Changes slightly uh, the reason why you didn't have any issues there. Technically, but. I waited a lot longer. <laughs> so, I mean, I mean yeah, you, but, you know, yeah, it's been to a read lot. the whole thing. Uh, you know, it's funny, though. I remember you guys were all into this when, when you were hanging out and stuff back in the day, uh, at some point, at least. Uh, but I don't, I don't remember when I actually read this. I've read this before, and I don't know if I got it from you or from Trey or, or who, who did that, one of our friends, but... Um, it was, uh, you were buying some comics to send to a family member who was yeah. overseas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we went to that, that comic shop there in, uh, yeah. Houston. And, uh, I about that. Yeah, cool. you said, uh, what should I buy? And I pointed out, uh, several things to you and, mm-hmm. uh, and that was, and I read them and then sent them off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Used books. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it worked out. Yeah. And you cool. made sure to include a note, uh, like underneath the, the front cover of each book. I uh-huh. was shitting while reading this. Enjoy. Well, Stephen with a PH. I mean, oh, uh, my twin, he's an awful person, guys. Um, you know, it's funny because uh, you, you, you have to imagine any book you get from anybody. It's been, on, it's been around them on the toilet, I suppose, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I just got to accept that. I actually store my, my books in the toilet tank. I've got a, uh, a Mylar divider there. I just put them in, the, in there. You have a lot of books. You must have a huge toilet. I, have, I heavily invest in American yeah. Standard, yes. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. cool. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they make you a, a custom comic book holder toilet. They did, yeah. It's like a long box for uh, for toilets. It's great. It pokes out <laughs> That's in, really nice. in the back of a uh, another room, but, you know, whatever. It's we, had fine. A, we had to break the wall out, but it was fine. It's yeah. fine. Don't worry about it. I'm not worried about it's it. It's my house. I'll do what I want. <laughs> Damn straight. <laughs> oh, that was funny. Yeah, uh, it's funny to look back at this too, man. Two thousand six—that was a long time ago. That's ten years before we, between the the book and the movie. But the, besides some of the differences, just in terms of how the books were already going and that that kind of universe, and then the movie universe, like it does stick pretty similarly to the storyline and stuff overall. Yeah, yeah, for the most part. Um, yeah, like we we mentioned earlier. Um, so they they did a pretty good job. I I do think that the the movie is mm-hmm. used a little bit more to a Captain America story than mm-hmm. um maybe any other characters or because i think if that movie was just called civil war it yeah w- it would have stuck out that there's so much of a focus on cap and bucky there yeah um so i i think they they went with the the right titling of that movie mm-hmm. um yeah. but yeah i think they did a good job of um transferring a lot of the same ideas into the way that the cinematic universe has transformed um like making the sokovia accords instead of the the superhero registration act right where it's you know like stuff like that where they've made it all fit really well but it's interesting to see like how different like age of ultron just shared a title (laughs) and that was it but this one like they they definitely are really really similar overall yeah uh, but they deviate in major ways Mm -hmm. um but the the overall goal is the same so it's, it's really interesting to see how they played with that and kept it similar but um really made it made it fit in a really good way in the movies because it it all it, it all seems like they didn't need this as a basis. They could have come up with that story. Like, it was a natural progression for that storyline right. in that universe. But, man, they took this and, and ran with it, and that's cool. So, mm-hmm. uh, Yeah, one of those major changes is um, in this series, Spider-Man is a, a known character and has been yeah. around for, you know, maybe five, ten years, something like that. So mm-hmm. um, people have heard of Spider-Man uh, in, at the end of issue two. And um, there are a lot of, like, big reveals at the end of each one of these issues, I think. Mm. Um, at the end of issue two, we see uh, Spider-Man reveals his identity to the world. He's at a press conference yeah. with Tony Stark, takes off his mask, and uh, that was a big a big to-do back then. It blew my mm-hmm. mind. Um, it's, yeah. it's, uh, they've since put the genie back in the bottle uh, in the comics on that one. But Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's funny. So uh, he has a secret identity again because, fuck it. I didn't know Spider-Man was a genie, so. <laughs> yeah. It's cool. <laughs> Wait, are are you not a genie, Stephen? Are you a genie? Yeah. Can I get my wish? I mean, no. <laughs> Do I have to rub you? 
<laughs> Do I throw over your toilet tank? And a genie pops out of there. Because I'm down for that. I'll do that. No, just poop ghosts come out of that. AKA oh, damn it. Farts. Man. <laughs> they get me all the time. <laughs> what were we talking about? Spider-Man. Uh, revealing his knows? identity. Yeah. yeah. So uh, <laughs> uh, there were, when it was uh, announced that Spider-Man was going to be in the Civil War movie, um, a lot of people were like, oh, well, he has to reveal his identity, which would have yeah, been weak as fuck because, like, yeah. hey, this person we've barely even heard of is wearing a totally different costume than what we've seen on YouTube <laughs> as revealing yeah. his ident- identity. Okay, I guess. Yeah. I don't care. Uh, but it's a, a much bigger deal in the in the comics where uh, yeah. he's protected his identity and has a huge uh, rogues gallery that he's trying to protect his identity mm-hmm. from. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that didn't happen. Um but it works in here, yeah. You don't need right. that in this movie at all, yeah, by any stretch. So. Hey, speaking of not needing things, uh, <laughs> there's an appearance uh, by Daredevil in this series. Oh, yeah. And uh, at a certain point, we see Daredevil unmasked when uh, um, the Captain America, uh, Daredevil, Hercules, and uh, Goliath all take on different identities. Mm. And uh, let me just say, Daredevil is not Daredevil in the story, Stephen. Uh-oh. This is a comic book secret. What? 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 Steven, this is a secret. <laughs> what does that mean, though? Okay, so uh, during this time in the continuity of the comics, uh-huh. uh, Daredevil, Matt Murdock, was in jail. Oh. And so filling in for Daredevil in the comics, taking on the guys, if you will, wearing the costume of Daredevil, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Steven, somebody else playing the role of Daredevil, <laughs> another person was a man without fear, Steven. What? I don't think you're understanding what I'm trying to tell you. I don't know you. what's going on at all. Daredevil was actually Iron Fist. What? Yes, yeah. So Danny Rand, the Iron Fist. I never saw it coming. Took on the role of Daredevil to uh, to pick up the slack. I don't really know why. Yeah, was that, even like a- <laughs> he, he, he has his own costume. He could have just done his own shit, but but whatever. It was a, it was a, it was a cool thing for uh, the Daredevil. That's something. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, that's something in the comic world I haven't gotten behind because I don't. If anything, I read like the one-off stories. I don't read like the uh, overarching things where it's like keeps going for mm-hmm. a long time. But uh, like they'll talk about it, and these like, oh, we've had like three Goliaths, and we've had all these things. Are like this person's filling in for that, and I'm like, why? Why? Why didn't they just like stick with what they were doing or whatever? Like I don't, I don't get any of that at all. I'm sure it makes sense if you're a comic fan and everything, but. Well, that's because Hank Pym, who was the original Ant-Man, then went to Giant-Man, mm-hmm. changed his name later to Goliath, yeah. among all these other characters, like Yellow Jacket mm-hmm. and uh, maybe another couple of two, uh, names. Uh, he's indecisive, I guess. Mm-hmm. So another character picked up the name Goliath just because, I guess, Marvel liked that name. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But, uh, Confusing. But yeah. I mean, you, you don't need to know that Iron Fist and Daredevil yeah. in the story I mean, I to read know. it and enjoy it. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It's not like... Daredevil has a glowing fist of fire yeah. all of a sudden, you know? <laughs> Which you think he would, though, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, he definitely would. Like, that's an innate with that character. That's weird, whatever. <laughs> I would have that glowing fist on all the fucking time. Why not, right? Yeah. Hey, check out my glowing fist. Brent. <laughs> Every, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Just going to McDonald's, picking up a 20-piece McNug, you know? Just slamming them down with your iron fist. It'd be great. great. Oh, man. All right, so... Uh, uh, one other thing of note is uh, the story came out in 2006, uh, came out in uh, like summer of 2006 into the beginning of 2007, okay. which is before the first MCU movie, Iron Man, came yeah. out. And uh, I can definitely tell there was some uh, difference in the the characters from this comic versus the, the modern comics, which has a lot of MCU influence. Okay. Like, if you were to pick up an Iron Man comic today, Iron Man would be very, like, jokey and jovial mm. and, uh, you know, charming, like yeah. RDJ is. But um, in the, the, the comics before that, he was uh, uh, he, he, he was a little more stoic. Yeah, yeah. Like, he, he didn't have a ton of personality uh-huh. in this story, you know. Uh, wasn't joking around a lot. That makes sense, too, because, yeah, in this, yeah. like, they give him the... He's, like, the head of S.H.I.E.L.D. at the end, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, they give him that, and I was like, why the fuck would you give Tony that? So I was like, there's, there's, he's different. Yeah, he's more stoic. That's a good way to put that, yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, before we, we wrap up here, um, I I would say this is probably my favorite uh, illustrated comic event. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought I, you might I say got that. in my notes here the, the best, uh, but that's subjective. Yeah. Uh, there's some, some other good ones. But just the combination of the... 
the the pencils, inks, and colors mm-hmm. in particular. Uh, holy shit, the colors on this yeah. book are fucking gorgeous. Maury Hollowell, uh, <laughs> I've got it noted here, he deserves an EGOT. Uh, we'll give him an, uh, <laughs> an Emmy, Grammy, oh, yeah. Oscar, and a Tony. <laughs> oh, wow. um, yeah, and uh, an Eisner, which is a, a comic-specific award. Go. But uh, let's go ahead and, and give him a, an EGOT anyway. Yeah, sure. Let's, uh, deserves everything. Uh, just love these colors so much. Yeah, the colors are great. There's some really, really cool shots that are drawn in this as well. Um, some like really iconic things. There's some things too. I don't, I don't have them. I mean, it's hard to say in a podcast too what they were, but there's some things that I was like, oh man, that's like straight out of the movie. And I was like, no, that was straight out of the book. I just didn't know it. But they, uh, they even do some of like um, some scenes like that in the movie that they kind of portray that were in the book um, as well. So it's it's really cool. They obviously uh, did a good enough job in the comic book that they you know set that up for the movie to take that. So. Uh, but yeah, some of the some of the coloring and stuff and the drawing that was really good. I dig it. Yes, it was fantastic. Um, so yeah, uh, did you have anything else you wanted to to say about either? Oh yeah, I guess we need to uh, to give our, our ratings on yeah. this. Uh, but did you have anything? Yeah, um, uh, else to say on? Uh, I would say like, we have a little note on here about comparing the movie and the comic book. Uh, for that, um, I, I, I dug it. I like them both for different reasons, and I think they're cool to exist for different reasons. It's really cool to see how close, how similar they are, but how different. Um, I like yeah. the comic for being a little bit darker and they do some, they go, they go some places, you know, uh, like yeah. they kill, uh, I think it's Goliath, right. That they, uh, like shoot through the heart and then they're like, yeah. we can't trick him. Like the Bon Jovi song. <laughs> yeah. They can't trick him. And so they have to bury him with like these cranes and like Tony bought like 35 <laughs> burial plots for him. And I was like, that's a fun, like different, weird thing. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, that yeah. I didn't think about as like in a comic book world, you'd have superheroes. So, um, they do some cool things. Uh, but the movie is really good. I dig that. Um, I, I was glad to read this one again. I, I think I'll read it again eventually, you know, down the road. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, cause it's, it's, a, it's a fun read. Yeah. It's a fun, it's a, a fun story. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the, you're right. The, the comic is more violent. I forgot how violent, yeah, right? uh, this, this comic uh-huh. was, um, there's some really like visceral, like, um, action yeah. shots, especially when, uh, when Cap and Tony are fighting, they, they fight, uh, I think twice in uh-huh. this story and, uh, holy shit. Yeah. Um, this, it, you can like feel every punch <laughs> yeah. just by looking at this artwork. Yeah. It's, it's pretty hardcore. It's very good. Yeah. Uh, my rating for the book, um, uh, I would say, yeah, it's, uh, it's fucking pizza, man. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm going to go dinosaurs on it. Uh, some of the, the dialogue was, um, seemed a little bit off uh-huh. to me, but I mean, for the most part, like I, 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 I can't give it anything less than yeah. the dinosaurs. I'm with you with the dialogue. The, the artwork. Yeah. 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 So, uh, so yeah, that's, uh, that's that stuff hey, hey. Uh, that we talked about. That's, uh, <laughs> so it's in the name of the show. So that's what the we did. The other thing I wanted to say was uh, we didn't get to go into this earlier, but I just got back. We're on Saturday. I just got back from the March for Our Lives event. And uh, I found it inter- interesting because when I'd read this book and I had watched the movie before, I've always been on Cap's side. I, you know, we, you and I both love him more than Iron Man and all that stuff as well. But um, mm-hmm. I've always kind of seen it from his side. But I am in generally, uh, I'm generally a uh, fan of regulation. And I thought it was interesting because it yeah. kind of did reset my like real world right now. What I feel about gun control kind of reset what I feel about this because it was like yeah, you might want to control the people that are doing this. Uh, I kind of, I get, I get both sides a little bit more, um, that way. Um, not from the book or the movie, but in real life, I'm like, how would I really feel about this? If there were superheroes in the world, wouldn't I want them registered and like know more about them? Uh, so yeah, I can't, I can't say what I feel about it. It just made me think a little bit more this time. So that's kind of an ongoing thought process of mine. But, uh, uh, but it it was interesting overall because, uh, before I've been like, yeah, cap is right. They're fine. They're doing their stuff. Uh, especially in the movies, like Shield uh, was bad. Like in the comics, they're still around, but and uh, and the movies, it's like no, they Shield was horrible. Tried to do a bunch of shitty sh- stuff. The Avengers are the top level because they're better. But it's like, yeah, you don't know that that might change. Like you might have a bad person come around and and fuck stuff up, or you might have a bad idea or whatever. So maybe mm-hmm. you do need to be a little more regulated. So um, I kind of get it in different ways now, but it's kind of interesting. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because when I was reading this comic as it was being published. Um, I thought, man, like I, I'm siding with Captain America because, you know, I, you know, you want to have freedom, yeah. right? You know, and that's, that's what he stands for. Um, just because he's got American, his name doesn't mean he's going to side with the American government yeah. Yeah, all yeah. the time, you know, um, which is cool. But, uh, if I were living in the Marvel universe, I'd be like, oh, hell yes. Register <laughs> these, right. these fools. <laughs> they, they keep destroying everything. Uh, they fuck up a, a bus uh, in the last issue of this, yep. which has the Colbert Report. Oh, I know. Uh, yeah, that was funny. Logo emblazoned yeah, on it, which is like pretty that. fun. Also, it made me miss the Colbert Report. When I saw that, I was like, oh, oh yeah. man. Man, 
That was such a good I show. Know. I feel like we need that that version of him. I know. Come back. I haven't watched the uh, the late show. I like it, but, uh, but man, I missed the Colbert Report a lot too. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> Bears. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally worth it. Um, so, uh, oh, and uh, actually, going back and reading, rereading the book, um, the the way it sparks off with violence against school children. Oh yeah, there you go. It's like wow, that's very, yeah. uh, very of today. Yeah. Absolutely. Sure. So um, that puts a, a different light on it. And, you know, we had, by the time this book came out, you know, Columbine was a thing, mm-hmm. but there wasn't a rash of gun violence at schools yeah. like there is now, you know, sure. uh, which is weird. So, um, yeah, it's, Can I, yeah, I, definitely read this book. It's very, very yeah. precious. It, it, it like reframes it in your mind a little bit. For, for me, it certainly yeah. did. So, um, yeah, it's definitely interesting. I, I, I think, too, with that school children thing and then that whole thing, it's like a reality show following these um, heroes, quote unquote, who aren't really trained that well and like they don't have a handle on situations. So the whole thing is very prescient, but um, I thought that was kind of interesting. It, it wouldn't have worked in the movie, but the comic was really cool to see that kind of version of our world as well. And it's all just right. kind of sad, you know, to see like that's probably how it would be too. Like if we had superheroes, they'd probably have a shitty reality TV show following them around when they're doing shitty stuff. So <laughs> right, yeah, that would happen, you know, yeah. that's how we do things. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, so it's, it's very interesting. I would definitely recommend this book for sure. Uh, for any, like you're a comic book fan, I'm new to comic books either way we're both highly recommending this book um you can jump right in there and not really know every character not know what's going on but you get the gist of it mm-hmm. and it's cool um yeah it's super good yeah for sure for sure um so audience we're going to ask you uh what did you think about today's topic just let us know via email twitter or instagram and i see that we just got an email as well i'm going to look at it just in case we oh. mention it on the show real yeah. quick do you want to take them through the the plugs and, yeah. and whatnot uh, so please rate and review us on your favorite podcast app uh, if you have a show suggestion question comment dog picture or anything else uh, please email us at let's talk about stuff podcast at gmail.com you can also find us on twitter instagram at l-t-a-s pod follow me uh, on letterboxd and twitter at stephen fisher 22 and follow brent on twitter and instagram at brent hibbard well, uh, stay on the call after we're done. <laughs> I think this, uh, this, this email's not good. Um, but uh, next week, we are scheduled to discuss Ready Player One. Oh, so, I'm excited uh, for that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know, it sounded bad. I was just, I thought you were disappointed. <laughs> no, I was just so excited. I was like, oh, oh no. man, that, that's good news. That, that hit me good. I'm already three minutes into <laughs> Doctor Strange. <laughs> Oh, man. No, I'm super pumped. The reviews have been coming out since South by Southwest, and everybody's like, yeah, Spielberg's back at his blockbuster best, and it is amazing and awesome and it's fun. Like Edgar, Edgar Wright said, it's like a visual audio treat, and I was like, "That's yeah, that's all I need. So, yeah, super pumped for mm-hmm. that. Very excited to talk about it, obviously. For sure, for sure. All right. Uh, well, I think that's going to do it for this episode. So until next time. I'm Steven. I'm Brent. Let's talk later. All right. Cool off. Do I have to rub you? <laughs> Do I have to rub your toilet tank? And a genie pops out of there. You didn't hear I that, didn't did hear you? Most of Damn it. I've heard, and a genie pops out of there. <laughs> I said, Do I have to rub your, your toilet tank? And a genie pops out of there. So, sync word on three. One, two, three. I can, I can do, do this, this all day. day. <laughs> awesome. For an hour. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> do we need to. Uh, do the countdown or start recording again um if you want to just keep yours do it going but if you want to do a sync word again okay yeah all right so uh all oh, right does that all right so i can what do we do uh i can do this all day yeah i think we should do it the system is down now this is okay all right <laughs> system is down all right all right one two three the, the system, system is, is down, down. <laughs> <laughs> that um, worked real well <laughs> We fumbled through it. It's fine. It's fine. It's Saturday, guys. It's Saturday. Hey. I saw the word Queens and... Oh, holy shit.